The great old ones tickle all your fantasies and make all your dreams come true. I, I don't think I want to play this game anymore. All right, let's just get started and I'll fucking face play. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. We are an actual play Call of Cthulhu show set in a homebrewed universe that is created by our very own keeper. If you enjoy what we do here and would care to support it, please head over to underthelibrary.com slash support. There you'll find links directly to our module, The Snake's Oil, and to our Patreon account. Again, that is underthelibrary.com slash support. With that, let's get to a show. My name's Arthur. I am playing Buddy. I am here with Emily as Colette, Rick as Sam, Scott is playing Eddie, Wayne as Sister B, and as always, our keeper is Michael. Michael, the show's yours. Under the Library is a horror tabletop role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu universe. As such, it features horror and other unsettling imagery. Not safe for Scott is our signal the following information will be graphic. If you're concerned, skip ahead, but stay with us. And if paper clipping your NPCs because you just can't bear to let go is your thing, then you're probably in the right place. And with that, I'll turn it over to Emily for last session's recap. All right, last session, we started with Eddie, who wakes ravenously hungry to see Buddy examining the mysterious book. As they discuss who will hold on to it, they hear a knock at the door. Colette comes in and shares her sketches of both the scene at the murder house and what she remembered of the abduction. And Buddy examines them closely as Eddie crunches on crackers in the background. Colette herself sits across the room, lost in horrible thoughts. In a flashback, we learn that Sam researched Bloodstone in the local library. He learned there was a shocking loss of life in the mines and also lingering questions about the fate of the miners' wives and children. Sister B brings her new brain sample to Ethan at the pharmacy, who is anxious and visibly disturbed by the sample. He admits that men came to the pharmacy looking for Sister B and that he spoke to them. The sister realizes that the men hurt Ethan, and as he begs her to slip out the back, a bell rings and two men enter the pharmacy. All right, and with that, we are off. So let's just get back to Sister B, right? Is that okay with y'all? Perfect. Okay. So I want uh, to see her shoot up a store. Right? Seriously. Mm. Uh, Sister B. Um, so Ethan is. S it, Sister B, you've, you've got to get out of here. Go through the back door. Get out of here. And she grabs uh, Ethan by this scruff his, by his collar and pulls him right to her, right to his uh, her face, and she looks at him right in his eye without uh, flinching and goes, "Ethan, you tell me these men coming are these the men that hurt you? You tell me right now. Do not lie." And he's he can't say anything. They're like it's not a big distance, right? They're closing in, and he's looking out of the side of the eye, and he's just shaking his head up and down. And he goes, he says. That is all I need to know. And she stands up and she steps out from behind the counter. Oh, dear. And, she's a, and she says, uh, says, excuse me, are you the man who I've uh, hurt my friend Ethan? Uh, 
Ma'am, uh, do we call you sister? She doesn't say anything. She doesn't say a thing, huh? Nope. And they pause and they immediately reach in their waistbands, uh, presumably to draw guns. Okay. Uh, so with her, her very, very, very good dexterity, she, she would have come out partially uh, from behind uh, the counter and she will do one of her gymnastics moves and jump back behind the counter. Okay. And uh, all right. So essentially you're dodging. So roll for, you can roll for dodge. Yeah. Well, she has a fantastic dexterity and her dodge is pretty darn good too. So, okay. Yeah. So whichever. Dodge. Oh my God. A five. She's gone. Like there's <laughs> bullets whizzing past the countertop. They get off a, a couple of shots and, uh, and sister B would be counting. And uh, she exactly. probably with that five, I'm going to I'm going to give you a, a lot here. I'm going to mm -hmm. give you that each you recognized pretty quickly that each gun had six shots to it. They each fired off two rounds. So each of them has four shots left mm -hmm. and uh, you are under the counter and probably. Well, I don't know. What did you do with Ethan? Is he just standing there? Ethan, no, 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 she was. He's got four holes in him now. If she, if she had, a, if she, <laughs> and she counts one, two, three, four. This is how I count bullets. Um, unless one, unless two bullets went in the same hole, then we were thrown off. Um, so, I guess with that five, uh, we'll ask if he, she was able to spin around, being near Ethan, and grab a shirt and pull him down. Sure, no problem. Um, he does. He wet himself though. He's like not made out for this, right? So he's like, he's scared. So. Yeah. And at that, uh, sister B, uh, um, she will have her mouser out, and she also has uh, she also has uh, a, a knife that is strapped to her thigh underneath her dress, and she'll have that out just in case. Okay. And it's and... completely silent after they fire on the other end of the counter. So. Is there any way when she goes behind the counter? I don't know the makeup of the store, and we'll have to do yeah. this for her in this in in being able to dive behind it. But Sister B is it would be her way on the floor. She looks underneath to see if she can see their feet, it, or uh, is it solid down to the floor? That's what I need. It's to know. the counter is solid down to the floor, mm -hmm. but uh, give me a spot hidden. Perfect. She did not get that spot hidden. Okay. Uh, and so what there is behind the counter is there's some some mirrors on the ends of the cabinets that hold the pills gotcha. uh, and she looks up at them but she's not able to catch a reflection of anybody uh she she is a with her with her training she's a very good at listening so she listens and she's listening she's she uh um she just motions to ethan she like pinches her nose and like well she has her weapons out but she whispers to hold it, hold your breath, because she wants to listen that good if she can hear anything. Okay, and he does this really exaggerated, like <laughs> puffy-cheeked. Like, I like Ethan. He's, he's, this is not his world. Oh man! And so on her listen, she gets uh, she gets a uh, almost a hard success. Okay, and you hear them shuffling behind the counter and they've split in directions. And it's almost like you're right back in the kitchen where they split directions around the, 
the island and the kitchen, right? Uh, oh, there's two of... entrances into that area? No, 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 no. There's only one, but mm -hmm. you hear one kind of shuffling to the opposite end of the counter. They're basically trying to flank you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. She, she would figure that out very yeah. quickly. Um... I'll cut to yeah. uh, Sam. Yep. So uh, Sam realizing he's uh, maybe uh, hit the end of his informational uh, payload with uh, Pine Barkeep here. Okay. We'll turn, uh, stand up, and say, uh, I didn't get your name there, Barkeep. Jim? All right, Jim. And uh, I say, uh, I'll give you my number for two reasons. If you need meat... Or if you need weapons. Um, hey, roll on that. Just tell me what you get. Weirdest <laughs> weirdest pickup line ever. Yeah, it is. But Awkward. I like it. 34. <laughs> I, that's good enough. You pique his interest. And... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they had that kind of bars. Wait, in the what, what, type, in the 40s. what? 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 What type <laughs> That's of interest? Awesome. <laughs> and he he looks at you. He kind of cocks his head, and he says, "You're for real, huh?" Yeah. You think I'd come down here just to yank your chain, Jim? Well, it, <laughs> seems I mean, like that's what you're looking it. for. <laughs> and. uh yeah, I mean, we're always trying to get shaken down. No way, listen, uh, between those goddamn dogs and this uh, uh, military can't find their ass, I'm from their asshole, I, I don't know what's going on around here, so uh, um, just trying to help. And I'll, I'll tell you this, all I know is people keep going missing. And I don't I think heard. it's any... Any coincidence where we are to that base? And occasionally they come back. None of them are right in the head. They come back? Every once in a while. I mean, huh. they come back, but I wouldn't say they're actually here, if you know what I mean. Yeah, a bit of a shell of themselves. Run into one or two of those, to be frank with you. Um, anyone you know that's still around or that's recently come back? You can uh, you can head down the street to the hotel. Uh, Elroy's down there, and uh, I don't know. We all take turns paying his rent. He's a good guy, really good guy. Used to uh, sell us some groceries. He'd come by and deliver them, but uh, yeah, he was gone for I don't know. Not long, a day or two. But it was enough, right? Elroy's a guy that uh, that you missed. And uh, he came back and... No. Just like the others. But mm. he took care of us, so we're trying to take care of him. But so, you can do what you want. There ain't nothing there to find out. Something, uh, something smelled funny. Sort of like bad milk. Well, I'll, uh, I'll see what we can do. Uh, I may stop passing by a visit. El Elroy, you see it. Uh, what was his favorite? He had anything in particular that stood out? Favorite uh, food? Favorite drink? 
And all right, I'll. He loved the Coke. I love it a good. No, Coke. you know what he loved? You know you what he who? loved? Circus peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> which, which brand of circus peanuts? I'm just. <laughs> Any is that, is that them Spangler Circus Peanuts? He loves Spangler Circus Peanuts. Wow. He loves his candy. You reminded me. I gotcha. Is there, is, there a, is there a store nearby here you could point me to there, Jim? Yeah, there, there's one down on the corner. Uh, used to be a <laughs> little, little girl that nice. helped out the shopkeeper down there, but we hadn't seen her for a while neither. I'm sure she got abducted. What was her name? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Janet, Joan, Joe, Joe. By chance? Yeah, that sounds about right. Joe. Oh. Yeah, whatever got out right. Well, I hope it's not the same thing they got Joe. Ranger. Yeah, I'm sad to say I do. He gives you a clean glass full of beer. Wow. Oh man. Oh oh Sam's gonna Oh my lord. <laughs> and uh and uh Sam proceeds to tell Jim uh highlights a little bit and that where she's at now if he cared to visit her. I'm sure she could use the company. And he'll down the beer and make his way out towards the uh He pours himself a big glass and he just chugs it down as you tell him where Joe is. And and then he pours himself a second glass and and he hits it hard and he's hit like you can see the veins start to like pop out in his neck and he doesn't have any words for it and uh, you can just see the anger kind of seething through him. Yeah, channel that, Jim. Channel that. I I don't know. Uh, if there's anything I, I find out, Jim, I'll pass it your way. I think uh, us locals got to maybe stick together on this one. But uh, I'll, I'll let you know if I find anything out. Uh, seems like uh, it's important to both of us. And I'll make my way out towards the uh, tip my hat, make my way out towards the candy store or general store, whatever it is on the corner. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. All right. That leaves us with uh, Buddy Eddie and Colette. So where we left off, if I remember right, um, Buddy's leaning over uh, the drawings trying to find um, any details that would fill in any gaps in his memory. Eddie is um, cookie monster and crackers and Colette's mm -hmm. having a moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, so safe to assume that... Oh, you've had plenty of time to think about this. Does Buddy see anything that... Yeah. Uh, she circled a spot on the map or on the floor plan right outside the back door and it just says ring. Ah, okay. Hey, hey, Eddie. Eddie, do you, you see this here where it says where it says ring? Yeah, uh so what? what like ring like wedding ring or like doorbell ring? I just remember, Eddie, you're just pretty ring. Like, the lasagna's really like you're kind of like Yeah, like I'm a little you not hungry. Scott's not the smartest person in the world either. <laughs> so between the two of those, he's really <laughs> fucked. <laughs> hey, uh Colette, are, are you okay? 
what what is this this thing says ring right here uh sorry what right what? right here in, in out out the back door uh it says ring what is that oh, oh yeah i forgot is that like a reference to the doorbell i um i found this and i'll pull the ring out of my pocket where where'd you find that? Well, right there. Right. It, I'm gonna point, then, I'm gonna point with the cracker and say, <laughs> "Buddy, it says ring." <laughs> but was it was it at the back door or was it in the backyard? It was in the backyard by the door. It was near the door. <laughs> Both. It was by the back door in, in the, the yard. yard. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think you're not smart either. I think I understand this now. Um, I think maybe somebody walked in or out of the house and this ring fell in the backyard by the door. Do we recognize anything about the ring? Did it look like it had been there for a while or was it was it kind of new? So let me give you can I give you the description, Eddie and Buddy? So Mm -hmm. what you're looking at is a very large ruby uh emerald cut and so it's probably uh three quarters of an inch long by half an inch wide jesus really large ruby uh with uh it's got diamonds all around it and then an equally heavy weighted band Hmm. um there's designs in the band that if y'all want to make an occult roll on that Sure, why not? I've got like. What could possibly go wrong when I roll dice? Here comes the the, the ring takes over, buddy. <laughs> buddy goes uh, on a killing spree. Where's a cult's usually super low? Where the hell is it? Yeah, it's five. Uh, yeah, oh, it's five. I have a wow. five as well. I missed it. I, I got a good roll. A lot but... of rolling. <laughs> oh no. Okay, just for looking at this roll, each of you who failed takes gets three points of a cult. You can wait. Add did that we all have to roll? Oh, we get points. Yeah, you get points. Uh, okay, since you failed, that. I rolled really well, but I failed. I rolled an eighteen. Yeah. Okay, on my five, I rolled yeah. really poorly when failed. So okay. add three points onto your occult score. Uh, so what it looks to you like are designs, really intricate designs all around the band of the ring. Okay, and and it's obviously extremely heavy uh and you're you're not quite sure but if you turn the ring at the right angle to the light that ruby looks slightly different in colorization or coloration depending on how you hold it doesn't stay Hmm. consistent you think but you're not sure any inscription no, oh, there's a lot well, of weird symbols that said. yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm I'm picturing that on the outside of the ring. I'm looking on the yeah. inside of the band. No, no, no. no? no. okay, no, nope. mm. okay. Um, wow, okay. And thing, so did and it not for nothing, but that you know looks what, that, pretty that, valuable. That, hang on, that was not a good improv value. You can roll on that, make a spot hidden roll, Eddie. Let's see how this ring develops. You mean, buddy? buddy. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I know we're interchangeable. Uh, oh yeah, that's uh, my spot hidden. Yeah, that is uh, a hard success. Okay, that's not quite good enough. There is, okay. uh, there looks like there was something, but it's been worn and smooth. I t- I'll give you this with your hard success. The inside had something inscribed inside of it, but it's bo- been worn for so long, uh, and 
that it's worn down to just very very light etchings which gives you the feeling that this ring is incredibly old like mm. possibly we're talking hundreds of years old hmm interesting um is it uh clean or dirty like does it look like it know. had been did you collect, that, my did other you question it? is do we like i want to see if there's anything crusted on it if i see anything that looks like it could be blood um just anything that looks like it was part of of uh some of the violence that may have happened. All right, so can Colette, just to give you a retcon moment here, you pulled this off the ground. It wasn't buried, right? It was on right. the ground, it but it would have ground. been dirty. So did you wash it or anything like that? Because that's how it would look to Buddy. I'm just like, I don't right. know what it would so look like. So I didn't wash it, but when I picked it up, I did kind of just rub dust off of it with my thumb to look at the because when I picked it up I saw the inscriptions and then mm. since then I've been fidgeting with it in my nervous moments just sticking my hand mm. in my pocket mm. of course interesting hey. so that should give you a good idea there's no blood on it to answer that part Scott okay but that should give you kind of an idea of what the ring looks like yeah so it's probably relatively clean at this point if it's been in her pocket and getting uh, you know fidgeted I'm getting yeah. rubbed okay yeah weird uh, okay wow that that's really interesting that doesn't seem like the kind of thing that that would be in a house like that and i also gotta say i mean that's a lot of that's a lot of stones on there it's probably worth a lot of money you don't exactly find something like that just laying around and you don't find it laying around in a neighborhood like that mm -hmm. and the fact that someone didn't go back for it that tells a story right Someone that loses something like that, they don't want it to stay lost. They want it to get found. I'm just going to snatch it back and stick my hand in my pocket. Hmm. Okay. And then we'll cut to Sister B. Oh, it is good uh, that uh, Sister B had... Uh, well, she didn't need time to think. I, I, as a player, needed time to think because uh, <laughs> my first instinct would be uh, what Quentin Berry would do, who was go straight forward and uh, into things. But he, he's not trained. Sister B is trained. So this is what she does. So she's back there with uh, Ethan, and she quickly thinks because that's what she does. She's trained to do this. And she has knife in one hand, then she looks at Ethan, and she grabs his hand, puts knife in hand. And then she says, he says your protection. He says, come. And she uh, there's a back door. I hope that's what yes. she Yeah, there is. That he was trying to get you to go through between exactly. the Exactly. And we start going towards back door. And this is where Sister B does her little thing. She says something just loud enough that the pursuers would hear it, but it's like it would be muffled. So it's right in that little middle zone. Okay. Like Sort of like she was talking to Ethan, but she wants the other fellows to hear it. And she says, quick, out the, do out the door, both of us. We will circle around front and get them from behind. And then she goes back, and I don't know how it's situated, but if um, there's a light switch, she will hit the light switch to make it dark. And if there's a little cubby, boxes, or something, she pushes Ethan to one side, and she wants to go to another side to hide and be okay. quiet as stone. I just want to clarify. There's a couple things. Are you taking Ethan with you? Yes. Okay. And you're looking for... So make first make a luck roll for the light switch. Either a light switch or there's 30, not. 35, yes. Okay, so there is a light switch next to the back door. Okay. Um, You need to make a stealth roll at disadvantage to drag Ian's nervous butt Ethan? back there. Yeah. 
So stealth roll, <laughs> there's one success. Oh, yeah. 36, so that's a, almost a hard success. Almost a hard success, but not, not a hard success? Not a hard success. Are, are you burning for the hard success? Um, It sounds like a situation we need to. I'll get my pencil. <laughs> <laughs> when he asks, the answer should be yes. Yep. Look at that six. Holy crap. The only person burning more luck in one shot is uh, Rick. <laughs> with eight right. and they burn uh, a lot of luck a lot of the time so we burnt a lot of luck we know in game and in real time. life <laughs> <laughs> all right so as the uh I'll, I'll give you a little bit for burning that much so you are able to get ethan to the back you keep him really low you're dragging him though right mm -hmm. he's like he's basically holding out this knife his pants are wet and you're dragging him by the shirt collar, but he's he's not big either, right? He's pretty mm -hmm. small in stature, and he's holding this knife out, uh, like towards his feet as you drag him by the collar, and uh, the uh, as, as you move back between the shelves, you're keeping an eye out, and you can see the tops of their heads, mm -hmm. um, just the the because they're ducked down below the counter because obviously. As fast as you move, they don't want to get shot either. And then what she does is she opens the back door and pulls it and slams it shut. Okay. And Perfect. then stone quiet. Mm. All right. And cut to Sam. So Sam uh, is making his way then down to the general store. Uh, opens the door. Before he opens it, I'll just take a look inside. Presuming it's open. Yeah, and a really uh, kind of crisp and uh, curt uh, woman's voice comes at you and says, "Don't, don't, don't come in here to steal nothing, ma'am. That would be the highest of insults. I'm here as a paying customer, and I'll even take out some money and hold it in my hand, and I'll say I'm a man of the military. Just, just uh." veteran here looking for some goods some candies and the like may i come in well i keep a gun under the counter you try and steal anything and i'll shoot you i'd let you and i'd uh go ahead and open up the door and you're pretty much is not a big store right it's a small store with some canned goods and some uh sundries here and there uh, but you're keenly aware that the entire time you're on the store, she's tracking you. Okay. And, uh, and I'd actually just probably walk up to her and I'd say, uh, what's your name there, ma'am? My name's Sam. Huh. Sam. Hmm. I, I, I haven't seen you here before, Sam, and... I, I, I'm wary of new folks around here. No, rightfully so. A lot of folks have been going missing. It's actually why I'm up here. Uh had a had a friend of mine who went missing that I think you may know. And and who would that be? Well, there's a lovely little person here who used to work here named Joe. I don't know no Joe. Oh. No Joe. Oh, that's right. Did did uh was Joe Joe's real name or Joe had a pseudonym, right? That you were using in town, like Clarice or something? No, no, no. Joe was Joe was her real name. Am I thinking about this right? 
Okay. Just Joe. I was only Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, huh. th this this woman who's talking to you is extremely guarded. Okay. I say, yeah, well, I thought she used to work here. She got herself into some trouble. And what, uh, I think she's uh, m much like the folks around here that have been disappearing and come back not exactly right. Like, um, is it? Oh, 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 my God. I can't believe I, I should have written this down. Is it El, El, uh, El, Elrond El Hubbard? El, Elrond uh, Hubbard? No, who is the guy at the uh, hotel? Uh, oh, Elroy. Oh. Elroy. Elroy. Thank you. I'll write that down. Uh, so, yeah, much like I heard Elroy uh, just coming back a bit of a shell of themselves. Uh, uh, well, she's a... And I'll tell her where she's at and uh, in case she knows her or knows anyone who is aware of her. So, but I'm really in here just looking as a purveyor of goods. Uh, you got any candy, any, uh, any, any circus peanuts? You know what you sound like? You sound like oh. all those other people who come around here snooping. That's what you sound like. You want some circus peanuts? Yeah, you can get a circus peanut right over there. 50 cents a bag. Oh, my Lord. These must be the freshest, most perkiest little peanuts around. And I'll go over and I'll take a bag. In fact, I'll take two bags. And I'll walk over and I'll uh, put a dollar bill down. And... She even looks at you. Well, I tell you what, make a persuade roll for, for buying your two bags. Oh, he's, God. He's no. going to be Eight. broke on beer and circus peanuts. 83. Yeah. No, I don't make it at all. <laughs> yeah. And and she just looks at you and she says, one dollar. <laughs> oh, you drive a hard bargain there. Wait for name. Wait for name. Uh, let's see what she goes with this thing. She says, Belinda. Oh, Belinda. You got just a dazzling of this little pair of eyes there. Uh, appreciate your uh, here. A dollar fifty. <laughs> I say, I say, oh, you're going to run me dry. I got a little kid at home. I can't be paying a dollar fifty for confectionery goods, Brenda. Uh, 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 not Brenda, Belinda. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Maybe you can get another bag for Rachel. I'm clearly not good with names. <laughs> uh, you know what? I said, fine, fine, fine. I'll just take, uh, I'll just take the one bag then. I'm sorry for, uh, Ruffling your feathers. One dollar. Ma'am, you want business today or not? And I look around the store. I said, I'm just a humble paying customer coming here, uh, uh purvey some goods for uh, Elroy here. Uh, are you, one of the are you threatening me? No, no. These prices are threatening. You kidding me, ma'am? Uh, I'm just, I have a ranch up the road. I'm just, I don't make enough. Uh, I'm just trying to do a good deed. And she grabs you by the shirt and she goes, did you harm little Joe? My Lord, no, I've been protected. I, 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 I was worried about her. Uh, I came to find her of a blank mind. In fact, I've been making little recordings at the library to try and uh, bring her some peace of mind. Make a persuade roll? No, no, sir. <laughs> 
Uh, you get it at advantage since you've actually made some some recordings. A one. Whoa. And... <laughs> Man, we don't Which get many you have of to understand. Those. I just need everybody to understand. My persuade is a 13 for a regular success. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Oh, that's incredible. That does track with the character, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it be a 13. I'm it's actually perfect. I'm actually super glad it happened because in this moment, right? And it's actually uh, so perfect. The dice know the dice know everybody. The you're, dice know. you're getting some discount circus peanuts, man. Oh, I'm gonna get so many peanuts. <laughs> I have peanuts at the wing wing. In fact, does she have a bike? <laughs> we actually like chat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's Sam or and in scene, we'll get back to your one. All right, uh, Buddy and Eddie and Colette. <laughs> Does she have a bike? That was too good. Oh my god! All we right. actually had Chat GPT write this whole episode, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, so we we've got the ring. We you took it back. So I'm going to say, look. With we with you or without you, buddy, I'm going and I'm getting myself some dinner. I'd love to keep this conversation going. Colette, on me, I'd love to treat, but I'm going to the diner with you guys or without you guys. What, what do you think, Colette? Are you able to to come and eat, and we can discuss what we're going to do next? We got we got to have yeah. some fuel, right? Sure, let's go. There's okay. no better fuel than lasagna. Uh, so before we leave, though, I'm gonna. Um, take the the drawings and you know like sort of put them all together into one little stack and and um hand them to colette so that we don't leave them in the room okay is and this I'm a place we like... drive to oh y'all tell me i would think not i would think there, there'd probably be a place uh that we would go in the neighborhood yeah next I was door thinking... to the hotel yeah yeah, yeah yeah i was i i had this vision of a kind of a yeah like a down the block that... kind of thing yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I'll put the book in a bag, put the bag over my shoulder, okay. my briefcase, um, but okay. I'm keeping that with me, and let's go, and I'm the, leading the, the charge. I'm not being a dick. The blood-coated bag, or like you have a no, fresh no, bag? No, no, just okay. my own like briefcase. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah, so I don't want it out in the open, but I want it with me. Gotcha. All right, and anytime the book's next to you, I want you to know that Eddie feels really good. And anytime that somebody else is holding the book or looking at it, Eddie feels a level of anxiety. And of like the further the book is away from Eddie, the the larger that anxiety is. Okay. okay. Right. So, so just a note, because Colette is still anxious about being out in public for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. She's just going to pop into her room and grab a hat. Presumably she would have a hat. Yep. Okay. Just stuff her hair up in the hat. That's all she can do. She's going to have to go out in public. Nice. Mm -hmm. I picture some nice big sunglasses too. Mm -hmm. Take up half the face, that kind Perhaps. of thing. Yeah, uh, sir, Eddie, sir, do you need your cane before we go? Look at, the, I don't need that cane. I feel freaking amazing. Okay. I think it's the crackers. It's all oh, that, yeah. you, nursing me back to health in the crackers, buddy. Look at this. And I'm just, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like much better. Yeah. Does he, three, how does his color three, look? So yeah, at, A, add three health points back to your character, Eddie. And buddy, Eddie looks good. 
I mean, okay. you haven't okay. seen him look like this in a while. Uh, the colors back in his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything was kind of sagging, and he had these right. big bag, kind of like mm-hmm. your keeper. But uh, <laughs> uh, unlike your keeper, like he took this nap, and now all of a sudden, like he looks younger and the 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 circles under his eyes aren't as dark and he's looking pretty healthy okay eddie i wish a nap would do for me what it's done for you yeah it's amazing you look like a new man i feel like it i feel like it. a new man who's ready for something to eat so yeah i get the impression you're hungry yeah we did hear that chill out so no more head on in (laughs) and i'm just i'm i'm heading to the table i didn't even turn around to see if you guys are there uh, sitting down and I've got the menu and I'm sort of thumbing through and I'm looking for what are the, what their specialties are. And I'm looking for. Okay. And so gonna... if Eddie just rushed in, did he happen to pick a table that was far from any other patrons or are we just in the middle of everything? Eddie? No, I'd have gone, I'd go to a corner. You said that you were paranoid and you didn't want to be near people. So mm-hmm. I'd go far away. And I'll give, I'll give you this Colette. It's a pretty slow time of day and we'll do a fly away shot from y'all. Actually, we'll kind of, jump ahead a little bit to y'all having food and really this kind of uh amicable joyful almost light conversation at the table as we pull out and descend right into the middle of sister b across with her finger up to her lips uh to ethan as they're um kind of on either side of this door at the uh, I'm I'm just hopefully imagining this right at the end of the shelves uh, or maybe at like up against the end of the shelves uh, as two figures are moving quickly down the aisles in the dark. It's exactly it. I was going to say. So uh, they would have come around counter to back behind counter at pharmacy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there uh, and it's a little bit dark. It would be darker. I assume probably lights are in the front and that's why sister b also did this because now they're silhouetted against the yeah, lights yeah. behind them because yeah. she is very she she knows how that do, that works and so she sees two silhouettes and she uh uh i was gonna say it just intimates um to let them come as close as possible she wants them right next to them uh there is a mirror on the back door uh-huh and underneath it says um uh the it has one of those nice cheesy slogans like the uh the customer's best friend uh <laughs> so as like the employees walking out the door they see this like reflection oh of themselves it's not a big mirror but it's small against oh, the I back love door <laughs> and so sister b and they from- see the mirror from your vantage point, you're able to look up in that mirror with the cheesy saying mm-hmm. underneath, and you can see the silhouettes of both figures as they move down the same aisle. The aisle behind the counter? That, right. That, towards so, the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're moving towards the back door. The one you're mm-hmm. you're at the end of you're essentially pressed up yep. against an end cap looking yep. at the back door. You can see in the mirror the men walking towards you down the aisle. So quick question. Um where we are situated, it's hard you know, it's yeah. just conjecture and you know, would they move past us to get to the door to open it? Yes. W- so yes. they wouldn't move past us to get to yes. the door to open yeah. it. Yep. Think okay. Ethan's at the end of one end cap. You're at the end of another end cap. Yep. And they're essentially coming down the aisle that y'all are 
right, right. past us. Yep. So that that's exactly uh, what I was hoping for. Uh, so we will let that happen. And as they go past, uh, Sister B, who has her mouser out, um, she's also looking at Ethan. And this is where she's looking in, in, as if she could relate it imploring. She holds up her other hand with like she has a knife and she's motioning for him to do something she wants him to do something because in her mind he was the one who was uh, beaten by these people and he needs to even things out as well okay so i want you to make a her, okay that's make, how a, works. make a firearms roll at advantage oh that is good good because i rolled an 88 and then i rolled a 10 <laughs> okay and being that she has uh her fantastic training with her gun that 10 gives her um ooh, hard success going on extreme okay and they get right towards the end cap of the aisle and maybe you and ethan are tucked back a little bit right you're taking kind of advantage of the edge of it mm -hmm. and they go right towards the to the towards the back door and it's at that moment that the hairs on the back of their neck almost like stand up and they yep. catch the moment the oh fuck we went one step too far and it. uh sister b uh fires off uh give me a i need uh another shot with advantage sorry absolutely oh i dropped that baby on the floor Ah, don't Something's drop the baby. Wing. Don't drop the baby. They're slippery. Don't take the baby ah, to the slippery. Store. That's not so the we got kind of bottle he's been best. We got success on that roll. And the other thing she wants to do is if she feels this would be all part of it. You tell me if this is uh, applicable in her mindset in her in her training. When she shoots, if she knows she has shot at this person and she has a hit, she's also lunging forward with her dexterity and really pretty good strength at the other person so she wants to be shooting and lunging her body into this other person um Wait, here's what i'm gonna give you that would be a little extra um so, so that's what i'm wondering or are these extra shots to shoot at both of them yeah that's so uh i rolled to see what happened here okay then so she would anyway, be, she'd be doing that then as they breach the end cap and they have this sudden realization that they've made a mistake right that they've been trapped uh you hear uh, the sound of Sister B's pistol firing off. High-velocity high mouser. Yeah, and uh, the first the first person just hits the ground, and um, uh, Sister B actually quickly aims down for the second volley of shots and catches the other guy in the leg. Perfect. And um, the first one's just down. Like Sister B knows from experience he's most likely dead. Um, and the other one hits the ground wailing. Uh, and as he hits the ground, it reveals Ethan in the background shaking with this knife. And he's just standing there absolutely terrified. And uh, Sister B... Uh... Sister B goes to Ethan, not to the man on the floor, uh, but she goes to Ethan and grabs his hand, and she, she's pretty, she, she's pretty strong, and she grabs his hand and forces his hand down, or just starts him on his way. Okay, and we'll cut to Sam. 
who just uh, finished rolling a, na- a one on his uh, persuasion check, and uh, so she yep. she <laughs> she lets you go, Sam, and she looks at you and she goes, "You're for real." Boy, everyone keeps saying that to me today. Of course, I'm for real, genuine as the day I was born. Uh, I'm here just uh, a concerned citizen. I've seen too many folks here getting injured and hurt, disappeared, coming back as a ghost. It is scary. Where's Joe? And I'll and I'll tell I'll tell where Joe is. Um, over at the infirmary and and uh. You know uh, where 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 the whole story, and then yeah. yeah, she pushes the peanuts and the dollar back at you, the circus peanuts and the dollar back at you. And uh, Joe, what's something you left behind in that little apartment? Well, something that might be that Sam might want, uh, that might be good for Sam. I don't know something. There would be another book or books of sketches. Because Joe tended, I know this, I guess this is a theme. I had two people who drew, but Joe wasn't as good of an artist as Colette. She wasn't trained, but she tended to draw pictures of anything she found. And just like she had that little box under her desk, under her dresser of just oddities, items that she had found around town and in the woods. When she was on the move, she didn't keep belongings as much because who knows, but she would... She would try to draw things that she saw that looked interesting to her. Is it the tooth? Do I find that? Does she give me the tooth? The tooth is not in the. the <laughs> no. Joe oh, never went a... back to the store. All right. All right. Fine. <laughs> fine. That was more for me. I'm sorry. And and uh, Sam, she, she just looks at you and she says, I've been, I've been holding on to this, and I don't want it no more. And she reaches under the counter and she pulls out the book that Emily just described, and she looks at you, Sam, and says, "I, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but don't come back here again." And you can see, like, her eyes are watering, and she's pretty upset. No no need to say another word, Belinda. And I'll just take a quick look around. Does she have a bike in the store? Just... Um... Does she have a bike? Maybe you should roll on all that luck you spent. You know what there is? (laughs) There is a bike outside the store. Side the store. <laughs> some some other kids bike. <laughs> okay, no, genuinely, hold on. Genuinely, is it is it like marked for the store or is it just somebody's bike? It's somebody's bike outside the store. <laughs> oh, oh moral dilemma for Sam. <laughs> and I'll say, all right, Belinda, I'm gonna head on my way. You uh you take care now, you hear? And she just kind of turns away. And she doesn't want you to see her face. She's looking towards the back. No, 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 fucking perfect. So she's not looking. So I'll head out and and I'll take a look around. Is anyone in eyesight right now of the store? No. Where I'm at? No. 
and I will take the bike. No. Can you make a stealth? It... Can you make a stealth roll on stealing this bike? Please roll a ninety-five. You just, you just... Please. Please. He just can't help himself. No. Uh, I roll. All right, right, I rolled a twenty-two, uh, but my stealth's a twenty. Uh, so I'm going to burn. Uh, oh yeah, luck. burn that luck, baby. Hey, if there's um, a person nearby who it's their bike, punch him in the throat. <laughs> All right, so Sam, spit, spit take Emily. Sam, we we cut away from the scene as Sam skedaddles down the street with this little blue bike under his arm. I'm picturing oh, him hunched over like the Grinch. <laughs> No, he's not. He's not on the bike. He's like carrying it. No, I know, but like he's he's like, all hunched over and like tiptoeing, yeah. running. Yeah, Grinch. And my, my plan keeper would be to put in the back of my truck and cover it with the burlap sack. That's my plan. We can move on. He's right. a mean one, Mister <laughs> Sam. Sam. And, and on that note, we will end this episode. Oh my god! I can't believe you just stole a kid's bike. That's amazing. <laughs> you, like you spent the whole episode trying to convince people that you're a stand-up guy. <laughs> but I gotta say, it warms my heart how many people cared for Joe. It, yeah. it makes me happy. Mm. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode of Under the Library. Until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. As always, don't forget to check out our other show. It is called Up Your RPG and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. So for me, for Michael, for Scott, for Rick, for Emily, and for Wayne, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time Under the Library. We are here tonight to bring you closer to the old ones and maybe experience something deeper. A vibrating sensation that shakes you in your bones. He's got a little grumble in the tummy and he's putting stuff in happily. Like, kind of suck back together pretty quickly. Oh, we're going to suck back together. I don't, there's no question about that. Are we still fucking about Cthulhu? Oh.